0: back to the Philosopher's Stone podcast. It is a comedy podcast about philosophy, but welcome, welcome back to episode maybe six. I don't know. Uh, I'm Jordan, and uh, we got on the other end a man who just told me he ate some mushrooms, so this could be a fucking train wreck. (laughs) Sam Laboon, everybody.
1: Hello, Sam Laboon here. Yep, just ate some mushrooms and smoked a joint. Order these mushrooms uh, through... uh, I should, probably shouldn't even talk about it. <laughs> Online? Yeah.
0: What a world we live in.
1: What a world. It's a beautiful world.
0: Mushrooms. Well, yeah. Sam's our resident philosopher. He has two degrees in philosophy. Is that oh. going to be able to, enough to combat <laughs> the mushrooms and weed entering the brain right now? Will he be able to give me a coherent lesson about philosophy today, Sam? <laughs> Sam just got back from visiting us in Kelowna here, which was a good time. We went oh, yeah. camping. We did mushrooms on a float. We floated down a, a big river through the wild. It felt like Huckleberry Finn. It was fucking awesome. How did you like your trip, Sam? Tell me about
1: it. Oh, uh, it was an absolute blast. Uh, I love it. Every time I go to Kelowna, it's just the most beautiful place in the world by far. It's uh, just amazing. We were just firing yeah. at all cylinders the whole time. It was great. Yeah,
0: firing well. Yeah, were you though? What about your little Tito's vodka incident? Why don't you run?
1: Oh well. <laughs> all right. So T- I have a very bad history with Tito's vodka. In fact, yeah, I don't think do, I can man. ever drink it ever again because it, <laughs> it just. I don't Something
0: know. about that bottle that makes you call the amb- or an ambulance enters your life at some
1: point in uh, the night. It's like I start drinking it and then I immediately lose all. Control and just blackout immediately.
0: Well you were taking like shot after shot. The thing about you yeah, but
1: I I didn't want to do that. I don't know how that happened. That's the problem.
0: Well, once you got once it got control of you it, it did all the thinking, man.
1: Exactly. That's, you, that's the scary part about it.
0: Well when we left your place you were unruly, I'll tell you that much. Uh, you were go- you were headed down a dark path. You were still having fun, but I could tell the demons were at the gates.
1: Oh yeah. No, I'm done with. Uh, I'm done with that. Unfortunately.
0: Like Tito's.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Never. I think. Never again. I think it's a good thing. idea.
0: It's a, it's a good vodka, though.
1: It is good vodka. It's yeah. made out of corn. Is it? Yeah.
0: Corn, corn
1: vodka. Be it. <laughs> it's that all that corn power. Corn. <laughs> I don't even really yeah, like corn.
0: I made a roasted corn and chicken salad yesterday for dinner. It was delicious.
1: Roasted corn, corn on the cob on the barbecue. I can fuck with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was good shit. Good shit. Nice. Uh, re- well, on this podcast, we like to talk about philosophy when we get stoned. And that is why we have the name, the Philosopher Stoned Podcast. And it's recognizable. <laughs> We're piggybacking on some weird Apparently, it's a pretty popular fantasy series about uh, some sort of magician or whatever. Um, so, <laughs> I think we're just going to ride the coattails of that one. Do you think copyright will get involved with this if we uh, name it, if we keep his name?
1: No, because the, uh, even if even if it was just the Philosopher's Stone, she didn't invent that phrase.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, we're, 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 we're clear. J.K. We're Rowling. Yeah. Rowling. Rowling. <laughs> Howling and growling. Mrs. Rowling. That's uh-huh. what we'd say to her when she sends us the cease and desist.
1: I don't know how she wrote those books on napkins or whatever.
0: You know what? I could never get into them, man. I could never what? Get into it. I think it's, it's one of those things that if you don't get into it as, an adult, as a kid, you're not going to get into it as an adult.
1: That's probably true. If I didn't. Like, I, I still enjoy the movies and the books. Like, I still like it.
0: I mean the movies were like eh I mean they're like all right like I I, I was like <laughs> mildly entertained the whole time but it's like anyone I talk to that didn't watch Star Wars as a kid well they don't get it as an adult like the, the oh, new, the, they don't get the hype
1: Yeah the original trilogy kind of sucks what when you, you when you rewatch them like the George Lucas ones
0: Well, they all they none of them are amazing but yeah imagine but we like them because of the experiences that they have some good moments as, as a kid though, yeah. as a kid that's true those are great but you will you don't you don't see any appeal to them or very little if you're getting into them as an adult that's what i've found from people i've talked to that their first time seeing star wars was when this new trilogy came out and they're like yeah it was like a mediocre science fiction movie
1: yeah it's actually pretty like kind of kind of bland like the characters uh, aren't very complex or interesting
0: it, I know, but have they ever been like? Were they like? Were they good in the original trilogy? If you watched that for the first time as an adult now, like the George Lucas one, would you?
1: Uh they're like a fun. They're fun like adventure stories. I think
0: I could see at the time when they first came out, they were groundbreaking. Tech like they were like technological feats, as far as like like movie effects go. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. What do you got? What lesson do you have? for? Did ah,
1: you
0: <laughs> prepare a lesson for us
1: today? Um, no, I don't. No, I didn't prepare a lesson or an outline or anything like that. Nothing. I can't do anything that linear. Um, definitely not on shrooms. But I brought out oh. like a mind map that we can a do. A mind map? Okay. A mind map.
0: Okay, well, let me hit this little bong here.
1: First. Oh, yeah, exactly
0: get get our priorities in order here i need to at least get slightly on your level if we're gonna be able to have any sort of chemistry here one moment please oh god damn it i have a lighter perfect (laughs) nice i thought i was gonna have to go outside Okay. Fuck.
1: Damn. That sounded brutal.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh. I'm glad that was a sativa. Otherwise I'd be sleeping in 10 minutes. Jesus
1: Christ. What kind of uh weed was that?
0: Um It's a good question. Let me check. Uh, it is called limelight limelight it was a pre-roll of joint that i broke up
1: (laughs) you broke up a (laughs) pre-roll yeah
0: what what's wrong with
1: that oh that's just like uh i just feel like you wasted money that's all that's all i feel
0: how is that a waste of money the same weed is going in my same lungs.
1: yeah but the pre-roll per gram costs way more than the loose per gram
0: Okay, well, it's, I didn't break up. Like I had a half of a pre roll
1: left and I just broke that. Oh, I okay, I okay, gotcha. I thought you yeah, just no, bought a new one no, and no, broke no. it into your bunk. <laughs> no, man, no, no. no.
0: I There's this weed place I opened up right next to my house, so it doesn't even matter.
1: I can do anything I want. You can do anything you want?
0: Anything I want and be restocked in no time. I bought wow. a tangerine dream today. Tangerine uh-huh. dream. Oh yeah, that's that's a powerful THC, one.
1: Though. What is it? How well, many? How much?
0: Ten percent. Ten percent. Ah.
1: Ah. Ugh. 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 What,
0: that's not even weed anymore. What is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is nothing more than a, 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 a garnish. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, when so, and how much does Limelight have? Like twenty percent.
0: Uh, let me check here. I think limelight might just be like a company. No, 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 no. This one had, um, does not say. say All right, whatever.
1: Probably has a lot Uh, more.
0: Maybe, yeah. I don't know. You know what? I don't really (laughs) give a shit. Every single type of weed gets me high. I've never met one that hasn't yet.
1: But some of them get you more high than others.
0: You know what? I'm over my days of trying to get super, super stoned. Like, I, I... I back when I first when I was younger and I first the goal was to see like how far I could go like how the limits were now (laughs) I feel like I've hit those limits multiple times and every single time is fucking terrifying so I don't I don't seek those those mindsets anymore okay I'm just looking to get a little creative boost this jar says higher THC content can lower the age of onset schizophrenia it says it right on the jar yeah Really, it's a blessing that it's so
1: low. <laughs> it's totally random schizophrenia. It's not hereditary. Is
0: it like, really,
1: some a lot of That's the almost I think, more terrifying. Yeah, some a lot of people who get it, um, they have no family history of it. It just happens to them.
0: Wow, you just scared the shit out of me by telling me that.
1: And God doesn't care. No, of
0: course. Not. <laughs> so you're, just, you're just rolling the dice. That like. But with it, when it comes to weed, it might just bring it on earlier, but it does can't like, like induce it, can
1: it? No, I think with weed, it's more like, uh, I think it, I don't know exactly. I think it increases your chances of getting it if you were already susceptible to it.
0: Well, here's the hope. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs>
1: Whatever <bad>. that means. <laughs>
0: that, that would... Oh, schizophrenia sounds like a living hell. Oh, you know what I watched yeah. last night?
1: No. No
0: was Capone.
1: Oh, I feel bad for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch it?
1: No, I just heard it it was terrible.
0: It's not at all what I wanted. Like, I was so... Because, like, in the opening credits, it said uh, the score was done by LP from Run the Jewels. Oh, boy. And I was hoping for, like... So when I saw that, I'm like, this is going to be Tom Hardy as Al Capone fucking people up in the streets of Chicago running (laughs) game with like sick electro beats behind it, done by LP. I was like, I'm all in for this shit. Oh, that would
1: have been awesome. Fuck, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what, that's the movie that played out in my mind.
1: Nicholas Winding Refn directing it. I
0: don't know who that shit that
1: is, but... He made Drive.
0: But really he directed that?
1: Nicholas Winding Refn, yeah. He directed Capone. No, he directed Drive. He should have directed Capone and done it like you said. Yeah. And done it like you said. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought you were telling me that's the guy who directed it. No, no.
1: I don't know who directed Capone.
0: Three of like my favorite people, like in each of those. Oh man. And that, that big of a miss. I mean, it was, I wouldn't say it was horrible, but I will say it was disappointing. And Mm. kind of ended on like a, so do you want me to just tell you about it?
1: Um, no, I think, uh, I think we should get into the philosophy.
0: Okay. Okay. Good call. Hit me. I thought. You yeah. No a more plan, fun. So fun going. time is I over. Just, I was just going because you just told me earlier, you literally had no plans. So no, 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 no. I
1: have a plan. It's just in the form of a mind map rather than an outline.
0: Okay. What the hell is a mind map? Explain
1: that to me first. <laughs> Mind map is just like, a. You just write down ideas and bubbles and link them together on paper. Okay. So anyway, this is a mind map of moral theories.
0: Of moral theories?
1: Yeah. Theories of the yeah. good or theories of what's right and wrong.
0: Okay. Hit me.
1: Well, so we were talking about weed and about this movie and how they were disappointing. Specifically, this movie was disappointing. And it didn't Dude, give you...
0: You are killing huh? it with the segues these days, man. When you when you go into the lesson, you tie it into what we were just talking about, nail it, go ahead I
1: just, <laughs> <laughs> just derailed you do it all right, <laughs> so you're talking about that was disappointing to you, and you didn't have as good of a time as you could have had, yeah. in other words, you didn't have as like a as pleasant or as pleasurable an experience as you could have.
0: It was a long, slow disappointment.
1: Yeah. Well, according to some, according to the first moral theory that I have written down on my mind map, hedonism. According to hedonism, pleasure is good. And the more pleasure you have, the better something is, morally speaking. And so the that's fact that like, you were disappointed. That's
0: like every toddler, like every, like, Every human under the age of six that just wants good feelings all the time.
1: Yeah, that's true. It is like a toddler. And it would even mean that the movie that you watched, because it was done so poorly, could even be maybe morally bad because it was done so poorly. It didn't give you as much pleasure as it should have.
0: Wow, well, man, that seems like a harsh credit. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't that bad. <laughs>
1: You but anyway, yeah, it is, that is sort of like the toddler mentality that like the more, the more pleasure they have, the better, like the more candy they eat, the better.
0: And that's why when they get, they don't get what they want, they have tantrums because it's so devastating to them.
1: Yeah, exactly. They get really mad. But he they're, this. They're
0: riding that, they're riding that highs and lows and on extreme, we don't even remember.
1: Yeah, but, but like the difference between them and hedonists is the toddlers don't have any understanding of like why they want the pleasurable thing or like why they think they should have the pleasurable thing. But hedonists are just saying like, it's good. Like what's good in life? Like pleasure is good. Pain is bad. And the right thing to do is like what gives you pleasure? Like you should do what gives you pleasure. That's what you should do. What do you think about that? And it's bad to to cause pain.
0: As a a way to live your life?
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like it'll inadvertently cause a lot of people a lot of stress and pain if you just follow your most basic pleasure impulses.
1: Yeah, like if you you just get as much pleasure as you want at the expense of other people, then some people could cause a lot of pain. That's true.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: But – but is that really going to happen? Are people really going to do that? Do what? If we decide that uh, like pleasure is good and pain is bad, are we, are we really going to take pleasure in, in killing people? Or like no, robbing no, no, people? I'm not saying, I don't think so.
0: No, 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 no. I didn't I didn't mean hurt them like physically necessarily. Yeah. I mean like your relationships will suffer because you're going to choose certain pleasures over you're probably going to choose instant pleasures more often than you will like say invest in a friendship or something, right? Mm-hmm. Something that takes time to build or like a relationship, because any relationship you have comes with certain allegations and and conceivements. You know what I mean? Like so, mm-hmm. being forming long term relationships is automatically going to be at odds with a hedonistic lifestyle. Right? Are you
1: like, sure? Maybe I'm, not.
0: Well, I'm not fucking sure of anything, but like, <laughs> imagine what you would have. Imagine just imagine yourself deciding you're gonna do just focus on doing whatever makes you feel good right
1: and everything else yeah okay well okay well like here's the one problem right if like say um say like i try to do a like a so-called hedonistic lifestyle and i just pursue like tons of drug use and like uh sex and all these like with like prostitutes and like lots of different women and no condoms and like Like eventually that's going to not lead me to a lot of pleasure. That's going to lead me to a lot of pain. And so a hedonist is actually not going to do that because they're going to be like, what's going to give me pleasure? Well, I got to control my appetites to the extent that I don't end up in lots of pain.
0: That's like the most boring hedonist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they still like go for the pleasure, but they just like, they rein it in like before it gets out of control. Uh, You know what I mean?
0: I guess it depends. Like, I don't know what are we like. To what degree are you? Because I feel like this is an inherently kind of narcissistic way to live.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Expand.
0: Because, like I said before, any sort of human relationship that they want to have, like friendships or anything, is going to have to come at some like sacrifice to some degree or another, which is not pleasure.
1: At some point, they'll like, oh, like they won't be able to like sacrifice for people.
0: Exactly. Oh, okay. So you you have a relationship and you're like, how are you supposed to keep a girlfriend if you're just going after every impulse, doing what you want, fucking with it? Like, and any, even like any friends, like, say your friends are like looking forward to this weekend they've been planning or something, and then at the last second you decide you want to go to like strip club and do blow all day. You you wouldn't be able to. maintain
1: any meaningful relationships i think if you really wanted to live like that Mm, yeah yeah you'd have to like you'd have to find a way to act to yeah because like i guess like one problem for the hedonists is like they end up uh certain things like don't seem like as about as much about pleasure as other things like relationships with people are often like like they're they're fun and they're interesting but is it Maybe there's like a difference between that and like, like pleasure, like, or, but I guess they could just substitute with happiness or something like that too.
0: Right. Uh, When I think of a hedon, like when I think of hedonism, most people think of like Sodom and Gomorrah type shit, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like just debauchery and like, but yeah, yeah. But like the problem with that is that the debauchery always leads to pain in the long term. And so, if you're a smart hedonist and you want to like have the have like the be- most average pleasure for the longest amount of time, you're like you're gonna rein things in a little bit. You're not gonna go crazy. But there's, you know what I mean. I can't like,
0: imagine what an entire society of hedonists would
1: would be like. Miami, yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Miami,
1: <laughs> but I guess they don't really rein it in there.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Miami seems like it would be an exhausting place to live. Ugh, Could you fuck. imagine trying just, to like, or, or like LA or any of these like big, flashy cities? Could you imagine like moving there and trying to like, I don't know, join in on the nightlife? It seems like it would just be like, yeah,
1: it no, seems like a very it,
0: very materialistic cities like that it would be hard to find people. That oh very.
1: my god, yeah, yeah, I don't think I would want to live in Los Angeles. No, me neither. Fuck no. No. Nope. Seems every I time I go, the it's fun place to visit, maybe, but definitely wouldn't want to live there. No offense if you're from LA, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: our non-listener right
1: now. I think it's probably, yeah, our non-listener. <laughs> <laughs> I, every time I go to our our,
0: I've been to LA like twice, I think. And total. Yeah, and i just remember feeling like i was in a fucking movie the whole time and i couldn't take anyone or
1: anything seriously yeah that's a good way to put it i think it's, i think the native people are probably good there but mostly it's people moving in for the entertainment industry and everything yeah it surrounds that
0: i'm sure certain neighborhoods are pretty like you know like the closer well, you get to like the, the movie studios the closer yeah. people get
1: I think if you have money, it's probably really good. I remember Ver, Werner Herzog said it was amazing. He said it was a he great city. Yeah, he said it was like one of the best cities you could live in. Like, especially for eating restaurant, for eating at restaurants, like there's every cuisine is there.
0: Does he live there? Did he live I, th- there
1: for I think he he probably did because he was making so many movies in the states, like Grizzly Man and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe he was living did over there. Did I here. tell
0: you I watched Grizzly Man
1: recently? Oh, really? I've been thinking, yeah. I've been wanting to watch it again.
0: I watched it with Chelsea and uh, yeah, it is a wild ride again, even the second time.
1: Oh yeah. Well, Timothy Treadwell, he, uh, we could easily tie him into, uh, this mind map of moral theories here Let's do it under the heading of environmental ethics,
0: All which right. it, and according to this, every rule of, I bet you. what's that? I bet
1: you he broke
0: every ethics rule there is when it comes to that. <laughs> Who?
1: Timothy Treadwell. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Yeah, we should put him through the environmental ethics ringer and see if what he did was right. Um, Let's do it. All right, so environmental ethics is basically the idea that um, nature itself has moral value. Okay. So trees and rocks and waterfalls if you go and dump garbage in them that's morally wrong even like regardless for example of uh how often you do it even if you just do it once it's morally wrong because you're
0: bad yeah i think so yeah it's morally wrong to poison the planet everybody lives on like how's it how can you argue that
1: Oh, that you can, that you can exploit the environment.
0: No, no, no. So, what is this called again? This environmental.
1: Um, the like the subject is environmental ethics.
0: Environmental ethics. Yeah. As the idea that nature has moral, like it's bad to pollute shit, right? Dump garbage in the river.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh there's like moral value to nature yeah nature itself yeah, so has moral I, I worth and value I and I counts morally that. yeah yeah
0: so when we talk to Tread, Timothy Treadwell oh yeah so Timothy Treadwell right <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> no, we're them no I'm losing him already
1: no I'm still here I'm still here okay <laughs> uh so, yeah so Timothy Treadwell um so he was the bear guy he loved yeah. bears and he wanted to protect bears from mm-hmm. humans.
0: Dude, he, he wanted to become a bear. <laughs> very obvious. They say the documentary multiple times. He wanted to be a bear.
1: What? I didn't or know he, that.
0: That's what everybody else was thought of him. He never said it, but that's what everybody, a bunch of people said in the documentary that they thought. He okay. Wanted he wanted to, to be a bear.
1: A bear. Okay. That's be interesting. Be a bear.
0: Yeah. Hmm. It's ironic because I think he was a closeted
1: gay man. Oh, yeah. He definitely seemed... Well, maybe he wasn't gay. Maybe he was just like a furry or something. A
0: furry? (laughs) He was definitely in the furry community. There's no fucking doubt in my mind that he was in the furry community. (laughs) He probably started it.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: man those have you ever seen like a i've seen like youtube videos of furry conventions it is fucking weird shit man oh my they're god weird conventions about everything it is nuts bunch oh. of people yeah it's very strange dress up as like not like realistic animals but they're all like cartoon foxes and shit it's absolutely bizarre and they go there to get their fuck on in like a ramada inn
1: hmm that's interesting. What
0: do you think of that. that how, how's that for <laughs> hedonism,
1: man? <laughs> uh, hey, they they are having pleasure and they are not causing any pain. So that seems pretty good to me from a hedonist perspective. Causing culture pain. Culture causing pain. culture <laughs> pain.
0: That's, culture in
1: the fucking baby. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, they should. Yeah, I don't know. Is that similar to like in Germany? They have like nude hiking and stuff. Like furries and nudists, are they similar or different?
0: Dude, I have a feeling that if you're a furry, you're also like a few other fetishes. Like you don't just stop at furry. You have like whatever there is. You'll dip your toe in. If you, the thing about the furry conventions, I've heard this. I forget. I heard someone say this. That was at one. That like people will actually like shit and piss like their dogs there, like like they're animals.
1: What in their suits? How do they do that?
0: They have flaps on them, I guess. Ah. Ah. And they,
1: wanted,
0: they, wanted, they wanted the room service to be served oh, on the well. ground so they could eat it like a, like a, like a Hey,
1: I guess if they're going to be furries, they might as well go all the way with it and not... That's true. It would you take me out of it. Yeah.
0: I bet you anyone that half-asses it just gets kicked out.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to commit.
0: Exile from the pack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exile from the pack, yeah um it's
0: weird man there's conventions about fucking uh um what's that my little pony show what are they called brawnies
1: oh that's really weird shit I that's don't always know.
0: so weird because they are like usually like adult men that i don't know why that i feel like there's something to be said about memes becoming like concrete reality yeah. in society like someone was probably pretending or like they're liking it ironically at first. Like everybody that pretends that these, these men that pretend they like my little pony probably made a bunch of memes about it. And it's ironic at first, but then as time goes on and the meme takes heat, the irony disappears and then it's just a bunch of real people that are into it, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what happened back when Jersey shore first came out. First, I remember everybody was making fun of them. Everybody. Then by like season three, people were like dressing them like them and talking like them. Still, like half ironically. Fast forward to like season four or five, and they were like, everybody I knew was doing it on purpose, not ironically. And it changed like the whole fucking culture before my eyes. That one show, at least in our city.
1: Man, you're blowing my mind with this interpretation of history. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The Jersey Shore. Actually. I never
1: looked at it like this before, but it makes sense now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I swear to God.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, uh, phew, I don't know how to segue that into uh, environmental ethics.
0: <laughs> well, we, we were talking about how Timothy Treadwell was definitely oh a
1: yeah, furry. right? Oh yeah, he was a furry right? Okay, well, all right. What, so,
0: did what? is what he did like get that close to the bears was that unethical
1: okay well it depends what really on to what talk about. i think i think it depends on which sort of asp- aspect of environmental ethics we do so i'm on the stanford of encyclopedia no hold on the stanford encyclopedia of philosophy okay. and uh looking at deep ecology Okay. Deep ecology. deep ecology. This is a kind of environmental ethics okay, proposed we'll by a, a, a Viking, a Scandinavian guy named N- Nace. 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 N-A-E. It's a weird A and an E that are like back to back. Are they
0: stuck uh, together?
1: Yeah, they're stuck together. It's weird. It's not the Chinese
0: twins of the alphabet, man. Yeah.
1: Nace. And, uh, all right. So he distinguished Nace distinguishes between shallow ecology and deep ecology. So shallow ecology is like fighting against pollution and resource depletion end quote. Okay. And the objective of that is not to help nature, but to help people, right? So you fight pollution so that you can help people breathe better and you fight resource depletion so that people can keep the lights on. Right. Right. On the other hand, he says there's deep ecology, and that is what he calls, quote, biospheric egalitarianism.
0: Okay, there, bud.
1: <laughs> but that just means that everything that is alive, all living things, have value in their own right. That's pretty... Indo- independent that like of their Buddhists? usefulness to others. So
0: that's End like quote. what Buddhists believe, don't
1: they? Yeah. Um, Buddhism is a lot more complicated than that. Reincarnation and all that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, but that is part of it. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, there is like subsects of Buddhism. I think one's called Jainism, where they like believe you can't kill anything.
0: Yeah, like, that's because like the stereotype is like they wouldn't hurt a fly type of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are a lot of people who, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of religious people are like that like uh christians are like that some very devout christians won't kill mosquitoes yeah. sir john franklin the guy who tried to cross the northwest passage he was famous because he would never kill mosquitoes he would just say they were another one of god's creatures and then they blow them off <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. like in like northern canada so i don't know if i believe so, that it sounds like bullshit um
0: yeah, man. Imagine him just getting swarmed by mosquitoes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're all—they're called friends. God's
1: creatures. Yeah.
0: Uh, Another like, reason to be an question. atheist. Kind of a sidetrack, but people always—I remember someone telling me—and this is—I mean, I, I'm oblivious to like current history or recent modern history, but hasn't there been like two different types of Buddhists, like sects, that have like gone to war before?
1: Um. Oh, I, well, okay, I don't know about that. I know when I lived in, I know that they often really don't like each other different sex, for sure. When I lived in Taiwan, they had, like, billboards saying, like, like, one Buddhist sect put up a billboard saying, like, these Buddhists are bad and they have sex with children and stuff like that.
0: Holy
1: shit. Yeah. So there's definitely some beef.
0: I heard, I remember someone telling me about two different, Buddhist sex going to like buy it, like erupting in violence with each other, but maybe that was maybe I don't remember what who told me that or where I heard about it. Buddhist, so I was like That's sex. The Buddhist war, man. Buddhist
1: the Buddhist wars. Yeah. Buddhist wars. Buddhism and violence. Well, oh, there's a whole Wikipedia entry on it. Really? Yeah.
0: Hit me, hit me with some facts.
1: Um. There are acts of violence committed by Buddhists. So let's look at some Dude. examples.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Anti-Muslim riots in Burma in 2013. So uh, Muslim uh, Buddhists were rioting. Oh. Yeah.
0: Look, that's such a bizarre thing to say. <laughs> Buddhists, were yeah. Buddhists were rioting.
1: Buddhists were rioting.
0: It's like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess I don't understand Buddhism <laughs> The thought of that. Imagine if it was like the monks that, that like wear all orange and they're just running through the streets with their <laughs> with those spears that they can bounce on with their sternum. You ever seen the the Shaolin monks?
1: Oh yeah, those guys are insane. They're like
0: show they do where they like carry each other around on the tips of spears and shit and like break yeah. bars over their heads. That, yeah. I would not want to fucking be
1: involved with a riot of those guys Mm. damn oh okay i found some good ones here uh sri lanka yeah has lots of buddhist violence lots
0: lots the jackpot you might say the The jackpot jackpot. (laughs) yeah uh
1: the majority (laughs) population the jackpot of buddhist violence this is where it is (laughs) if you want to see some buddhist not buddhist violence go to sri lanka (laughs)
0: oh okay well that's sad but
1: tell me yeah. about it okay um so it seems to be a lot of uh a lot of it is buddhists against uh muslims
0: uh-huh
1: um the tamils have you heard of the tamils no, no i have not
0: is that, a Tamil, is that a gang what is
1: that? they're an ethnic group um, okay. in sri lanka and they're always getting attacked And or like they're trying to. There's a lot of fighting. I don't know the details. Um, Civil war type of thing. Forty thousand people dead.
0: Holy!
1: After the yeah, brutal. Um. Yeah. So here we go. Uh. Uh. Okay. So September 10th, 2011, Buddhist monks destroyed a 300-year-old Muslim shrine. Police officers. (laughs) Yeah, they tore it down. Um, Buddhist monks protested outside a mosque Uh, okay just protest and then they ended yeah alright so it's it's nothing crazy like there's not really it is still
0: but it's kind of weird to think that there are like violent conflicts with big groups of Buddhist
1: people oh Myanmar oh here we go Hardline oh, nationalistic monks. Whoa, whoa!
0: Um,
1: the democratic Karen Buddhist army. Oh my God, it's a Karen army.
0: Karen, <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of Karens. They just launch at you. They're like the Buddhist anti- antithesis, just the antichrist of Buddhism. Oh my God,
1: Karen. <laughs> uh, so these are. Uh, there's this is the Rohingya refugees that are in the news a lot. And this is the Democratic Karen Buddhist Army, headed by a okay. Buddhist monk, Yu Thuzana, since 1992.
0: Damn, he's an army generally, the Buddhist.
1: They've killed over 200 people and displaced around 100,000. Damn.
0: That's, yeah. More Muslims?
1: Buddhists against Muslims, yeah. Buddhist Ooh, led mobs. Cool oh, it's brutal. All right, so anyway, there's lots of, there's lots of it.
0: Damn! See, what does that tell you? Even Buddhism can be brought down a violent path. Yeah, religion's brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I guess I'm not going to convert to Buddhism.
1: Yeah. So anyway, but deep ecology. Um,
0: oh yeah, back to that.
1: So not all Buddhists, evidently, care not care, even remotely enough to get to the deep ecology level. Um, uh-huh. So. They think there's intrinsic value in mountains. So when you go on Knox Mountain in Kelowna, for example, and you leave the trail, that is morally wrong. It's le- uh, to
0: leave the trail morally wrong?
1: Yeah, you have to have respect for the intrinsic value of the mountain and the plants that are on it. The intrinsic moral so, value. When you decide so to step like off the trail, that's a, a moral stepping decision. Or
0: on like a lawn because like, you step on the grass.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. But that's sort of what the lawn is for. Whereas the mountain isn't really for you, maybe. Uh, I
0: see. Hmm. Wow. Well, but he wouldn't have a, yeah, You shouldn't have a lawn place. in the first place.
1: That's like enslaving the grass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I'll never look at my lawn again. <laughs> just Same slaves. After,
1: just a bunch of slaves. Grass slaves. <laughs> uh,
0: their only job is to grow.
1: Yeah, and die, and release and die. their seeds,
0: and then repeat. Yeah. Every year. Every, Every year. God,
1: Same blonde. Every year You're going to die
0: this. by freezing to death again. Yeah,
1: you're going to be cut and cut and cut with metal blades, and then you're going to freeze to death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hell. Welcome to-
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's hell, being a blade of grass in a lawn.
0: <laughs> you're reincarnating as the next one over and over again. Oh, my God. That's Every the time too long it's mowed, you feel that pain, and then you just... If you get if you don't get water you burn up in the sun, or if you do, you only live long enough to get frozen by winter.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, here's Bastard. one for here, Here's one for the grass out there. Oh, okay. Uh, that that was me uh, doing a uh, what do they call it? a toast to grass and the slavery.
1: Oh, okay. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Yeah, here's to the grass. Uh, Toasted it.
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm losing it.
1: Um, Okay, and then there's another interesting part of this is that so this guy, the metaphysics of environmental deep ecology, is that you eliminate your ego. This is this is shroom ethics. (laughs) This is ethics on shrooms. You have no ego, and you are just a part of a total. Field, image. That's the quote that he has. Total field image, where you are just part of a system, an all-encompassing, holistic system, and you're just a part of it.
0: That really is what a good mushroom trip will do to you, <laughs> make you feel like that is absolutely real. That is how it is. Like there's no, there is no debating. That's how it is when you're on mushrooms.
1: Yeah, there's no bound. There's no real boundary between you and the outside like there's yeah. no boundary there's no place really where it ends and you begin
0: you feel like you're a part of the earth
1: yeah yeah it's good stuff man it's good, <laughs> good stuff. stuff all right timothy yeah. treadwell <laughs> was he right or was he wrong um,
0: uh are well, you
1: taking notes no i'm not taking notes okay um I, thank god
0: you're remembering this because <laughs> my memory is a bit <laughs> Um, Okay, Timothy Treadwell, what do you think? Tell me what you think about whether he did something wrong or not with those bears, with those big old greasy bears. Remember when he cut his
1: arm into the shit? shit." Okay, if you're suggesting that he had had tried to have sex with bears. I think
0: if a bear let him, he would. That's all I'm saying. Do
1: you think he would fuck the bear or the bear would fuck him?
0: I think he'd go both
1: ways. He probably went up there expecting there to be gay bears up there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: i'm saying that if a bear let him he would have sex with it
1: oh yeah yeah he definitely would have yeah i agree he really did love those things
0: he fucking loved them man (laughs) there's a shot in there where he like gets in the water with one like like, swimming right next okay i don't remember
1: this movie i need to watch this thing again he
0: gets in the water with a grizzly bear Swims right up to it and he gets close. To the bear like snaps at him and he like backs up. But he's just oh like shredding water with this thing.
1: Oh my a, god!
0: There's an insane, uh, like big old grizzly bear fight in that documentary, which is actually like amazing footage.
1: Oh yeah, 90. yeah. I, I do remember that. There's some,
0: there's some amazing footage in that documentary, but yeah, him as a character. But he really believed he was doing the right thing. But I never understood what the hell. He was doing to help besides like, <laughs> what was he doing up there?
1: oh like happened? you're asking like what was his actual contribution by going up there yeah that's a good question
0: what like what he always kept on saying i'm here to protect these bears but then like <laughs> the one time people did show up he ran and hid so i don't get like what he like. was he setting traps for humans and before forest? like what was he doing up there was it just the footage he was getting was, like, raising awareness or something? Is that what was... That's how he was protecting them?
1: Oh, like, he was raising awareness of, like, their habitat uh, and how it could be destroyed.
0: Would, like, tour around and talk about the bears, like, when it wasn't the season to go see the bears.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he did, yeah. Yeah, like, it seemed like he just wanted to, like, be a bear advocate, like... Like, advocate for so bears... And then he just wanted his life to be about bears.
0: Man, I've seen some, uh, I don't know why, but twice in the last like month on Reddit, I've seen images of people that have been attacked by bears. Their oh. faces are, and both of them, their faces oh, I've seen completely one. completely ripped off. And you just saw dangling eyeballs and yeah. like a set of teeth, like top row teeth. And one of the guys survived.
1: Yeah. I su- I yeah.
0: It was like, Jesus, man! Could you imagine? Oh, <laughs> could you imagine your face getting eaten by a bear and you don't die?
1: Um, I'd rather not think about that happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but... <laughs> oh, okay, we don't have to think about that. <laughs> Moving on, moving uh, on. I've seen The
1: Revenant, and I, yeah, I've seen those pictures that you're talking about, and I would not want it to be me. <laughs> no, me
0: neither. You look like a god. It looks like it was a cartoon, just too googly eyes. Uh, oh, teeth. Oh, okay uh, Anyways, man. I think that what he did was uh, morally wrong in the way that he Oop. was just desensitizing these grizzly bears, the humans. Ah, interesting. Even more. And I think someone in the, like a couple people in the documentary that he interviewed were saying that, that he wasn't helping at all. In fact, he was making it way worse. Hmm. And I think that Treadwell might have known that in the back of his very back, back of his brain, but he convinced himself he was helping. But really, all he wanted to do was get a, get a little bear, snuggle a bear, essentially.
1: Ah, you're taking the Humean approach, I think. The what now? so he he like he he thought he had reasons for protecting the bears, yeah,
0: but ultimately
1: yeah. those were just rationalizations because what he really wanted was the the feeling of being with the bears
0: yes he was really driven exactly. by
1: just his like his feelings towards the bears, yeah, his strong that's like precisely. magnetic attraction to bears
0: yeah, and his, his, he just justified it by saying he was protecting them, but really he was endangering them more, and I think mm. In his heart of hearts, he might have realized
1: that. You th- you really you you think he knew or he thought that he was a hypocrite?
0: I don't know. Maybe deep down, maybe deep down he did.
1: He because like, remember sure. he like, brought like, his when he died, his girlfriend was there. He brought his girlfriend.
0: Yeah, she died too.
1: Yeah, so he like clearly like I don't know why he would bring because he had done that before. I think he brought a girlfriend before. Yeah, but I think so. That that's that's like that's one way he's definitely in the wrong. Like shouldn't it's one thing to willingly endanger yourself like that. It's another thing to bring another person into a scenario like that. But I guess she probably yeah, and, wanted and to go, and I guess. saying
0: but, in the documentary that she was like terrified of bears. Like, well, you're what? Well, absolute-
1: she yeah. she went with him though.
0: I know, but like <laughs> if you're terrified of bears Dating the wrong guy. it's
1: like, yeah. like the girl dating Alex Honnold wants him to stop climbing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's not going to work out, man. <laughs> I, I saw that too. Like, <laughs> They're
1: pretty similar, actually. Was yeah, I think of it.
0: yeah, I guess so. Alex Honnold wants to just be on that rock, man. Yeah, but I I remember watching that Alex Honnold thing, and uh, he when he she was like supposed to like stop him from dropping, remember? Mm. Yeah, like he, fed, he fell and like she didn't do the right thing with the rope because he like a novice and he like he like broke his like a, he like cracked a bird brain or something in his back or some shit and he like didn't talk to her for weeks.
1: Oh my, yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I think I they're think actually kind of gonna... similar. Maybe they're both like Alex Honnold seems like like he needs ridiculous things to like get his heart pumping and like make him oh, feel yeah. like alive. And maybe Timothy Treadwell is similar to that, in that like he needs to like be around something super dangerous like bears and like try to control them to like I mean, get his a, like his so high.
0: Dangerous. That's such an. That's maybe like they're
1: just a, hedonists.
0: This is how they feel the most pleasure.
1: They just need pleasure. They just want pleasure of the high of like the adrenaline. Okay,
0: here's a question for you: If you had to do being one around thing, bears, that would be insane. That'd be intoxicating. If you had to do one thing. For a summer, mm. would you go up and live with all those bears in like their hungriest <laughs> season? Like their hungriest Their hungry
1: season, season. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Would
0: you rather go up there and spend, I'm talking like after the fish are gone and they're like getting ready for winter and they're like eating their young and shit. Like they're that like
1: trying to eat fucking everything that moves. Yeah. yeah.
0: Would you rather go up there for a month with all those bears and like one tent and just a little bit of camping supplies for a month? Or would you try and climb L Cap?
1: <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> uh, Which one
0: would you attempt?
1: Oh my god, they're both so ridiculous. Now <laughs> that, that you put it like the that. The ultimate
0: conundrum.
1: Uh. For me, a person with absolutely no skill, I yeah. would pick I would pick the bears because I could just like dig a hole or something. <laughs> no, I can probably fucking dig, <laughs> they can dig like mad.
0: But think of the deaths, the potential deaths.
1: There's no way I'm climbing One. El Cap with no experience. This <laughs> is not happening. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. The fucking karate kick thing he does—he does like nah, uh, that. <laughs> There's at least
0: a slight. Chance I have zero. Driving the bears, would, I, would, I would die with him the first fifteen minutes.
1: Of the of the bears,
0: of the of L cap of
1: the L cap. Oh yeah, yeah. No way, I'd be dead. Yeah, as soon as I was high enough to fall and kill myself, I'd probably fall off and,
0: and yeah, just die. But, there's a, but you know, it's possible somehow. Yeah. He did
1: it in like under four hours.
0: I know. If he can do it in under four, theoretically, you could figure it out in like three days <laughs> straight. <up. laughs>
1: no, they said the first people who did it, it took them months.
0: What if what if Alex Honnold gave you his route?
1: Like oh, I'd still, exactly. i no, I would, I would die. I wouldn't, I would do it.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's almost like it's a conundrum because getting eaten by a bear would be so horrifying, such a horrifying way to die that it's like almost in, unthinkable. Whereas at
1: least with El Cap, you know that if you can climb high enough, it'll be like a relatively quick deal, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I would almost. I don't know. Maybe when the bear eats you, you go into shock and you don't feel any pain.
0: Yeah, well, here's the hoping, man. Here's the hoping. because I would
1: rather feel like because if I fall off the mountain climbing it, I feel like a moron. I feel like just like a like a failure. Like it, I could have survived it, but if yeah. a bear is ripping me is attacking me, there's like I can't survive this. There's no chance. So I'd feel better. I'd accept my death better. Than if I like slipped climbing a mountain. That, yeah.
0: like. <laughs> that, oh yeah, man! I can't imagine being forced to do between those two <laughs> Like you, <laughs> like two there's willingly, <laughs> really, like those two do that shit well. Man.
1: Like that's great, okay, right? They're a, both insane. Rather, they both willingly went into those situations.
0: Would you rather be guided by Timothy in the band situation, or guided by Alex Arnold uh, the whole way up? The uh,
1: mountain. Uh. Easy guided by Alex Honnold up the mountain. Easy. <laughs> Easy decision. <laughs> Definitely Dreadwell, <incredible. laughs> That guy's insane. Go, okay, we're gonna crawl around them on all fours now.
0: Hitting <laughs> in the river with them. Yeah. <laughs> Feel their get, poop. get close. Stick your hand in their food. <laughs> yeah. It's still warm. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Fuck. Well, yeah. If Alex Holland was like guiding me the way, up, I, I just still think that physically I would fail.
1: Yeah, physically it looked extremely challenging, and you have to have like specialized. You have your, the muscles that you need for it have to be like you have to have like a specialized physique.
0: Yeah, remember how how many times he climbed. He tried that. He practiced that one transfer over and over and over. Oh yeah,
1: the the karate kick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the chances of you being able to do that first try as an never rock climbing in your life is just it's, it's slim to none at best.
1: Yeah, it's very very unlikely to succeed. Yeah, uh, if there was like a wall of fire moving up, at like a certain like if the floor was lava and it was like slowly rising, I would definitely just jump into the lava at some point, or it would catch up to me.
0: Lava is terrifying, man. Lava is terrifying. Yeah. Watch like the videos on YouTube of the guys getting like really close to like a freaking Olympic-sized swimming pool of lava, and like giant chunks just missing them barely. Yeah. There's this one video in particular that is like, the guy looks like he's standing at the the edge of like a lake of just pure lava, and then he gets down from the edge, and right minutes after he leaves, a huge like car-sized ball of magma lands right where he was.
1: Wow. I like that way you distinguish between lava and magma. What's that? I like that you distinguished between the lava and the magma.
0: Well, magma is. Isn't magma like inside the earth? I think I made that one wrong.
1: I I thought, oh, really? Is it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Lava's
0: outside, magma's inside.
1: And then, of course, there's (laughs) smegma.
0: (laughs) Smegma. The scariest thing of all. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that is definitely the worst thing. Worse than lava or magma.
0: Would definitely. You be more scared to fall <laughs> off a bridge into magma or into lava? Oh,
1: God. <laughs> yeah, keep hitting me with these these dilemmas. <laughs> that's
0: <so> fucking
1: <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. I might take the lava, honestly.
0: Oh, man. But you would almost certainly survive the smegma.
1: Oh, you would survive it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but the shame, the humiliation, the stench. And you would never hunting.
0: get that stench out oh, of Oh, no.
1: Every woman oh. you ever walked by would just look at you like,
0: oh, my God,
1: that monster.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh God. These are some good, these are some good conundrums we're yeah. going up with here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The final stretches of the pod.
1: This is the advantage of going with the mind map. We're not like trying to go through a list.
0: That's Just... true. We need to be a little bit more free form on this podcast. <laughs> that will never be released ever. We, we no, we're going to release, release...
1: it. I think we're ready. We're ready? Yeah.
0: We'll try to figure out something. Yeah, okay. Well, but we, why should, why we any... should
1: keep carrying on even after we release it. Like we haven't actually released it yet.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should still
1: like when it. we release it, we should say this is not release... Not an official release episode.
0: I'm not following
1: you. Yeah, that's that's a good point. All right, let's abandon that <laughs> that plan.
0: All right, well, we should try and figure out how to get, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this after.
1: Yeah, okay, so conclusion, Timothy Treadwell uh, acted wrongly because he acted for selfish reasons Yes. to benefit you himself
0: something. and you seek pleasure.
1: And did not respect he, the he intrinsic value of nature. Yeah.
0: He was a heathen that broke the intrinsic value of nature. Yeah.
1: He walked he off paid, the trail.
0: He paid the ultimate price.
1: Yeah. He paid the ultimate price. That's why you never leave the trail when you're hiking.
0: Never leave the trail. There he left go. the trail yeah. by
1: like 2,000 miles.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had to get he in a plane. To. He
1: got in a plane and flew off the trail. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, yeah. I can't believe he survived as long as he did. I was like, "Anyways, let's, let's wrap her down."
1: Wrap her down. All right. Oh, uh, these streams are the starting week. to kick in. Nice. Well,
0: I wish you luck with that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go for a walk in Ottawa. <laughs> a Walk in Ottawa. Walk in Ottawa. I I have lived in this city for two years. I still always spell it wrong.
0: Walk, walk in Ottawa.
1: Ottawa, it's spelled O-T-T-O, no, fuck, it's spelled O-T-T-A-W-A, but I always spell O-T-T-O-W-A.
0: I thought there were two O's in there,
1: too. See? See what I'm saying? Fucking city makes no sense.
0: All right, well, have a good time there. All right. we'll, uh, we'll, We'll see you guys next week. All right. Adios, amigos.